And we are back. Welcome back to the Depressed Cincinnati Sports Fan Podcast. I am your host, Jesse Mapati. And on this podcast, we're going to recap the Cincinnati Bengals 2023 NFL Draft. I will go through all the seven selections made by the Bengals and give you my thoughts and grade. And then after this podcast ends, I will also give my overall grade for the Bengals draft picks. So... After the AFC title game, I immediately went into NFL draft prep mode. And I was looking to see these players that the Bengals were targeting, seeing that these players can, you know, be a good fit for this team and make an impact right away. And I've just been waiting for the draft for the longest time, just like pretty much all you Bengals fans out there as well. And the Cincinnati Bengals had the 28th pick in this year's NFL draft. And... A lot of Bengals fans on social media really wanted the Bengals to select a tight end. Now, in this year's tight end class for the NFL Draft was very elite. One of the best tight end classes in many, many years. So, a lot of Bengals fans wanted Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame. They wanted Dalton Kincaid out of Utah. When I did my podcast previewing the Bengals and doing my mock draft version, I had the Bengals selecting a pass rusher with the 28th pick, with Kalijah Kansi out of Pittsburgh. Now, he did get drafted to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so he was already out of the mix before the Bengals' 28th pick. But the Bengals did select an edge rusher out of Clemson University, Miles Murphy, with the 28th pick of the NFL draft. Now, I have heard of Miles Murphy because watching college football in the fall time, Clemson, one of the top teams in college football, unfortunately, and... He was always making an impact on defense, and that's why I've heard of that name. And also during my NFL draft prep, and I was watching some players, especially when it comes to pass rush, who the Bengals really need to improve on that aspect of the area of the football team. Miles Murphy, I watched some of his clips, and I'm like, oh, okay. He's, he has a decent motor, and he can get to the quarterback. I think there wasn't a lot of tape on him. It leaves me wanting more. When I was talking about him last week in my podcast, when the Bengals drafted him, I did a podcast the day after. And now, with having more time to look at his tape, you know what? I like the pick. I really do. And like I've been saying throughout this podcast, throughout this whole offseason, this team needs a pass rusher. I mean, you saw where it was very ineffective last season, and it definitely showed in the AFC title game because you're playing against the Kansas City Chiefs, and quarterback Patrick Mahomes is playing on a bad ankle, and you couldn't even get to him, get to him even once. I think the Bengals, they got a sack on him when he lost the football while trying to throw in the air and Sam Hubbard recover it. After that, there wasn't really a lot of pass rush in that game, and you were playing against a quarterback who was only playing on one leg. So that's why I really wanted the Bengals to draft a pass rusher with their first pick. For me, it, w- it went pass rusher, cornerback, and then tight end as my top three choices for the Bengals in that order with their first pick. So what I like about Miles Murphy, he brings a lot of motor, especially at the size he's in right now. He's 6'5", 275 pounds. And he's only 21 years old. So with him being younger, I I think it's a big deal when it comes to developing his game. 
Because say the Bengals drafted him and he was 25. It's like he's older and do you really think he has the capability of developing this game as he gets older? You know, is his peak already been done in college? Because being years in college, I mean, you spend all that time. And then you get older, you get drafted older in the NFL. It's like, don't do you really have a peak when you get older in the NFL? So, him being 21, I think it, it helps him tremendously. It really does. And I like him. I really do. So, in his total stats at Clemson, he had 116 tackles total, 36 tackles for loss, and a total of 18 and a half sacks. Dabo Sweeney said that Miles Murphy, he wants to learn. He wants to better his game. And I think that just helps this Bengals team a lot because he's willing to learn. And during his presser last week when he was introduced as Cincinnati Bengal, Miles Murphy knows that the Cincinnati Bengals Super Bowl window is right now. And he's ready to make an impact in year one. And I believe he will. He'll probably be in a rotation with Joseph Rosai, Sam Hubbard, Trey Hendrickson, maybe on third downs, you know. So whatever Lou Anarumid, Bengals defensive coordinator, has in store for him, I'm looking forward to it. If I have to grade this pick, I'll give it a solid B+. Now you're probably wondering, Jesse, you said it's a great pick. Why is it B+. I mean, I think it's a B plus. Okay, I can give it an A minus, but B plus is solid. We'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see. It's just he has some stuff that he needs to work on his game. But like I've been like I've been saying, he's younger. That's gonna help. He's gonna learn from the best, and he's in a good situation with the Bengals, a suitable legit team, and. I don't want Miles Murphy to be TJY. I think that's why some Bengals fans weren't really too hype on this pick. It's like, I could see Miles Murphy being like a 10 sack, 11 sack type of player. And that's all this team needs, really. They just needed somebody to get to the quarterback. I don't expect him to be TJY, Michael Strahan, Aaron Donald. Like, no. I just want him just to be consistent when it comes to getting to the quarterback, making that quarterback uncomfortable. That's what the Bengals need to do with the pass rush. And I think Miles Murphy is that piece. That's all I want him to be. That's all. So, to you Bengals fans, some of them that are out there thinking that this pick's a failure, you guys are just delusional. And those are delusional Bengals fans that just became Bengals fan in 2021. The real OG Bengals fans like us, we know that this is a good pick and that he's going to help us out down the road for the future. So congratulations to Miles Murphy. And I'm just looking forward to him playing out in the field in year one. And yeah, this is a good pick. It's a very good pick by the Bengals. So as always, Duke Tobin. Always does well when it comes to NFL drafts. All right. So, the Bengals' second pick of the draft in the second round, the 60th pick, the Bengals selected DJ Turner, cornerback out of the University of Michigan. Man, my initial thoughts of DJ Turner is this man is fast. He ran a 4.26 
40 in the NFL Combine in Indianapolis in February. That's insane. Now, when you look at DJ Turner, he's 5'11", 181 pounds, okay? He's small, but I don't see that as a problem because he is the same height as Bengals cornerback Mike Hilton. And Mike Hilton has turned out pretty well in the system of Luana Rimmer and his defensive geniusy. So that's who DJ Turner kind of reminds me of. But Turner has more speed than Hilton. And they both hit. Like, Mike Hilton, hard hitter. Same with DJ Turner. If you watch his tapes from Michigan, he can hit people. And I think there's more upside of DJ Turner. And he's just fast, man. He, he really is. And he's such a solid football player. Overall, his stats in Michigan, 69 tackles. Nice. Two tackles for loss. Three interceptions. He's a physical cornerback, like I said. He will go toe-to-toe with some of the best in the league. And he did that while he was at Michigan, while playing in the Big Ten. I'll give this draft pick an A. And... People were saying that this was such a steal by the Bengals because DJ Turner had first round type of ability. Like I, like I thought he was a first round pick. Like towards the later rounds, toward the later of the of the round, the fact that he was at number sixty in day two. Like I thought he would have gone like at the at the least the mid thirties, upper forties in day two. So for him to land at number 60 into the Cincinnati Bengals' hands of that defensive scheme, wow, 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 wow. So DJ Turner, future, I like this guy, and what a great pick by the Bengals. It really was. All right, third pick of the draft, third round, 95th pick, the Bengals selected Jordan Battle. Out of Alabama University safety. Here's the thing, guys. This was probably my favorite pick in the draft. The fact he dropped during the draft in day two was very surprising to me. And he just landed into the hands of the stingy Bengals defense of Lou and Arumo. Like, Lou and Zach were thrilled when Jordan Battle was still on the board for them. And the thing I like about Jordan Battle is that he brings leadership, and when you play in a culture in Alabama with a legendary coach like Nick Saban, I mean, that will do it, for real. And watching the video of him getting selected by the Bengals, it's like he was so excited. And I think he was more excited that he was getting drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals. And I really think that Jordan Battle is going to be really good for us and that's how much I that's how much how much high I am on him because I watch a lot of Alabama games like you guys have because he's always on TV they always win national championships but when I see Jordan Battle out there I see a stud and future potential Pro Bowl star in the NFL when it comes to the safety position in him I can see it I can definitely see it In the stats in Alabama, he had 252 tackles, six interceptions, one sack, six and a half tackles for loss, three pick sixes. In 2001, he was third-team AP All-American status along with first-team All-SEC accolades. In 2023, 
He was third team AP All-American and first team All-SEC. <clears throat> this man does it all. And the fact that he played at Alabama is a plus. And I will give this grade an A+. And the reason why I give it an A+, plus is just him being Alabama is very important. <laughs> but I think the leadership quality he has, the play on the field, it's like... And the fact that he was at number 95, like Jordan Battle is a... To me, he's a a second round, probably late first round to early second round type of player. But he was a third round pick at number 95 in the hands of the Bengals. Like, whew, we're definitely blessed. So what a pick right there. And I'm just looking forward to the future of Jordan Battle with the Cincinnati Bengals. It's a great pick right there. <clears throat> All right. So, with the fourth pick for the Bengals in this year's draft, the fourth round with the 131st pick, the Bengals select Charlie Jones, wide receiver out of Purdue University. Now, the first three picks, I really like that the Bengals went young on defense. And it was all because I feel like the Bengals are prioritizing their focus on paying the offensive weapons. You know, Joe Burr, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. And I think that's why with their first three picks, they went defense. Because they want to get younger. They want to get faster. And I think the Bengals have one of the fastest secondaries in the NFL. Got in Turner. Got Dax Hill. Got Chino, Chinadu Awuzie coming back from his ACL injury. Got Mike Hilton. That's a deep secondary that is quick. And... Man, it just works in the favor of Lou Anaruma. So he's going to create some a lot of things. They call him Lou Ludini because he's just a master of just creating just <laughs> so many adjustments and so many great schemes for his defense to attack other opposing offenses. And I think that's why the Bengals were thinking, you know what? First three picks of the draft, let's go defense. Let's get this defense even more stingier and more elite which I really like. Now, back to the Bengals' fourth pick of the draft with Charlie Jones out of university, wide receiver. Now, when I first saw that the Bengals went with Jones, I'm thinking, okay, interesting. But then when I watched the tape on him, he's very productive in his final season as a Boilermaker. Not only he can play wide receiver, but he can return kicks and punts as well. Now on this team, he is best suited as a slot receiver. Now he's only 24 years old, so he's a little bit older. Okay. So as well, so this projection could be a short-term basis, but that's okay. That's okay because the Bengals are in a win-now mode and I believe Jones can add some value juice to this team. Now, Charlie Jones played his collegiate career to begin with in Buffalo to start in 2018 and then landed in Purdue in 2020 during the COVID year. But this past season, he went off 110 receptions, number one in college football, 1,361 receiving yards, 
number one in college football, 12.4 average yards per catch, and 12 receiving touchdowns. Like, that's crazy. And Charlie Jones is six foot, 188 pounds. But he's very sneaky, athletic. He has some speed to him. And I think the Bengals will work around him with the slot. And honestly, as much as I love Trent Taylor, because Trent Taylor is basically our punt returner, and then you have Trent Irwin, who had a really good season, breakout season last year with four receiving touchdowns. And Joe Burrow really likes Trenton Irwin. That's his guy. And I do too. I think Trenton Irwin should stay on the team. But maybe Charlie Jones could be Joe Burrow's next favorite guy to go to other than T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd. And I like this pick. I really do. And the grade I'll give this pick is a solid B. Solid B pick. I, I If Charlie Jones can produce in the slot role, and then if he can be, like, decent in kick returns, and if he wants to go out and do punt returns, because I really love Trent Taylor. I mean, I really like Trent Taylor. I really do. I love his backflips after every game when the Bengals are on victory formation. He does a backflip. In the back, in the running back field, I just think that he's not really that good when it comes to punt returns. He only gets us like ten yards, at most, maybe twenty. And Charlie Jones, he can get you a chunk of yards, you know, watching tape of him. So we'll see, we'll see. I think he's going to be in the mix, and I think that he might contribute to this team, and he could be sneaky productive for them. I really think so. So. Charlie Jones, welcome to Cincinnati, and I hope your stay will be good for you. All right. Bengals' fifth pick, the fifth round with the 163rd pick. The Bengals select Chase Brown, running back out of Illinois University. I really like this pick. I mean, the whole time leading up to the draft, was if the Bengals are going to draft a running back because we don't know what the future holds for Joe Mixon. And, you know, it's funny. It was on Tuesday. So last Tuesday, I was watching Illinois' game against Michigan where they should have won that game, but they blew it at the end. And for some reason, I was just watching that highlight of that game. I was just, like, trying to watch film on, like, potential draft players and I wanted to watch Chase Brown because people were saying that this guy can be a sneaky good pick for the Bengals if he is still on their draft board if he's still available you know in day three of the draft and he had a touchdown against Michigan where he got the ball and he didn't celebrate at the beginning he just like he was patient he was waiting for his blockers and then as soon as he saw the whole he just took off. Pause. And he showed that speed. And I was like, wow. And I came away watching those highlights of him against Michigan and other highlights of him in his time as a fighting Illini. I was like, oh, this guy can be a good piece for the Bengals if he's available in the draft. And look at that. He's a Bengal. 
and he's very quick and shifty. And for his size, he's a bruiser. He's 5'11", 205 pounds, but he'll take a hit, but then he'll continue to drive his legs. And I like that about him. And this is a good pick. I I had a feeling the Bengals were going to draft a running back in this year's draft. I didn't think it was going to be in the first two rounds. I thought it was going to be at like the fourth and fifth round. And they did that. So Chase Brown in 2021, he had 170 carries for 1,005 rushing yards, 5.9 average yards per rush and five rushing touchdowns. And in this past season, he was a workhorse. 328 carries for 1,643 rushing yards, 5.0 yards average per rush, and 10 rushing touchdowns. He can also catch the ball out of the backfield. 27 receptions for 240 receiving yards, 8.9 yards per catch, three three receiving touchdowns. I like it. I like this pick, and I give it an A, and I still think that Joe Mixon is going to be the starting running back for the Bengals this season. He is going to play this season, but I think after the season ends, who knows? It could be Chase Brown. If he does well in his rookie year, if he does some good contribution to this team, then it could be his role. We will see. But I really like this pick for the future, definitely. All right. The Bengals' sixth pick of the NFL draft. Sixth round, the 206th pick. The Bengals selected wide receiver Andre. Oh, man, I've been I've been trying to get his last name and trying to pronounce it right, but I'm definitely going to butcher it. So my, my bad, my dog. Osavis out of the University of Princeton. Yes, Ivy League status. Now, I'll be honest. My initial thoughts when the Bengals drafted him was, I don't know who this man was, but after watching some of his highlights, he's very good. He's a sneaky good player at his position. He's 6'3", 200 pounds. He's very athletic, has good hands, and he can go up and get the ball. I think the Bengals drafted him because they think that he can have potential playmaking skill, and if he does well throughout camp and he does well in preseason, he could find himself potentially in the roster in opening day. We don't know. But if you guys go and watch him and watch his highlights, it's Andre. So it's A-N-D-R-E-I, and his last name is I O. S-I-V-A-S. Okay? If you go and watch his highlights on YouTube, he's he's quick. And he he can catch the ball too. And, I mean, I think the Bengals know how to draft some solid wide receivers. And now a lot of people are saying, well, we don't need a lot of receivers in the receiver room. We just drafted Charlie Jones with the fourth round pick. I get it. I didn't really mind this pick because I'm like, you know what? You just never know. He could be that guy that potentially might flourish in the preseason, become a preseason type of player star. You know, everything goes well for him in rookie mini camp and training camp. So, and he's 6'3", so he's he's a pretty big receiver. I like it. I like this pick. So I'm looking at his stats. 2021, he had 41 catches for 700 
and three receiving yards, five touchdowns, and then 17 point yards per catch. And in this past season, he had 66 receptions for 943 receiving yards and seven receiving touchdowns. To finish off his career as a Princeton Tiger, he had 1,909 receiving yards, that's six all time. 125 receptions, 12th all-time, and then 16 receiving touchdowns, third all-time. I give this pick a solid B+. And I think the upside is good. For, for Osevis, man, I am definitely butchering his last name. My bad, like I said. But I like it. I think Andrea's good. I really, I really think so. I say sneaky good. It's... We just got to see how he does in camp and then preseason. But I don't, I, he has playmaking skills. Like it's, it's very sneaky. I, I didn't, I didn't expect the Bengals to go receiver in the sixth round. I really didn't think so. But hey, that's why I'm not the GM. I don't know what I'm talking about. So they know what they see. And apparently he came out and, had a workout with the Bengals before the draft, so they had their eye on him. They didn't draft him. They didn't draft him just because, like, oh, six three guy, two hundred pounds receiver. Let's get him. They kept their eye on him. They kept their eye on him. They really did. So I like it. I like it. Okay, Bengals. They got okay. They remain okay. Round six. Okay, we're still in the sixth round. So with the Bengals. Round six pick, number 217th pick. The Bengals selected Brad Robbins, punter out of Michigan. So another Wolverine is coming to the Bengals. And honestly, the Bengals need a punter that can excel in hang time. Drew Christman took over for Kevin Huber midway in the season last year. He was okay. And then when it comes to hang time, Christman... Wasn't really the best. And honestly, you saw that in the last punt in the AFC title game. <sighs> it was a bad punt. There was no hang time. And the Chiefs got a good return out of it. And then the rest is history. I won't even talk about the ending. But we need a punter that can actually put the punt in the air and have time. Kevin Huber was getting too old. Okay, He was already past his prime. And I thought Crispin could be the answer maybe not but with robbins in his career in michigan he was very productive and provides that much needed hang time and it's funny it will be a battle in training camp for the spot <laughs> osu versus michigan because drew christman went to Ohio state i get this pick a b and robbins could be the potential starter and punter We'll see. We'll see if he can beat out Drew Christman. But maybe Christman, with a year under his belt, he could be. He might get better. I don't know. We'll see. But it's going to be a battle between Christman and Robbins for the punter started status. <clears throat> okay. The Bengals' last pick of the NFL draft, seventh round, with the 246th pick. Bengals selected cornerback DJ Ivy out of Miami, Florida, the U. So Ivy 6'1, 194. So when the Bengals got this draft pick, 
I think the team goes defense with their final pick at the draft. And knowing that the team needs the cornerback room to be filled, they want a guy that can add depth on that department. At his size, it's a nice addition. And with his makeup, it fits the Bengals' history of who they drafted in the cornerback position when it comes to the way they're built. So in Ivy's five seasons at Miami, he collected 127 tackles, one sack, and five interceptions. So I will give this pick a solid B. Now, overall draft grade for the Bengals, I give it a solid A-. And the best pick was DJ Turner. The underrated pick is Jordan Battle. And then if you want to say a meth pick, <laughs> I don't know why I said Brad Robbins, but you know what? That could honestly work out well for the Bengals because if he can just punt the ball well and have so much hang time, then it's a good pick. So I don't know why I went with that as my meh pick, but either way, I think the Bengals did a great job in all these draft picks and I'm looking forward to it now. I think rookie minicamp or the rookie training camps or workouts. I don't know what it is, but it, I think it begins next week. I'm not sure. Let's go. Let's go look it up. Let's see. Bengals rookie. They don't say. Oh, okay. So, clubs around the NFL, they're going to be holding mini camp for their rookie class either May 5th through May 8th or May 12th through the 15th. So, I think the Bengals are probably going to have theirs either this coming week or the next other week. So, that's when their rookie class are going to report. To the team. So looking forward to it. And yeah, let's get this rolling. I'm, I'm excited. Football season are right around the corner. And yeah, I think this was, this was a very solid, productive draft by the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, guys, I am out. And appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. If you guys listen to this podcast on Spotify, give it a five star review. Leave a review and hit that notification button whenever a new episode is being posted. And I will be back next week talking about all sorts of Cincinnati sports, update on the Reds, Bengals, and then we got FC Cincinnati, and we got Bearcats football and basketball updates. All right, guys. Also, before I close out this podcast, this is, this is so random. Bear with me, but... I don't know if you know pickleball. You know that sport where you have a paddle on the ball and you hit it around across the net back and forth to your opponent and stuff. It's been really popular lately, okay? But there's some people out here that take that sport so serious that they think that ESPN is covering their pickleball match. Newsflash, it's supposed to be a fun, competitive, but not personal matches, some of y'all think that there's a Pickleball Hall of Fame plaque. I don't know why I'm talking about this in my podcast, but I just had to let it out there. And I needed to vent because it's ridiculous. Some of y'all here thinking that Pickleball is superior to other sports in the league. Stop it, okay? You guys have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace.